Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, let us praise the Lord together. You are welcome to the episode 7 of season 5 of Biblical Phonesis. In the previous episode, we addressed credibility. Every leader, every rebuilder, every person in particular must have integrity and credibility. In that episode, episode 6, we say credible leaders get things right oftentimes as they tend to be in touch with the lead. They're always in touch with their followers. We also talked about the fact that exploitation can never try where a credible, a credible leader in, in the mode of Nehemiah is presiding. No, they will never turn a blind eye to exploitation. Today, however, we shall focus on leaders like Nehemiah that possess tremendous faith and belief in their people. Our anchor passage for the episode is actually the entire chapter, Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 1 to 32. Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 1 to 32. You can sum the, the, the entire chapter as rebuilding the wall. And our key verse, we just take two, the first two verses in that chapter, I encourage us to read it at home. We start with verse 1, and we just read verse 1 and 2. And I read from verse 1. Then Eliashib the high priest rose up with his brethren the priest, and they built the ship gate, they sanctified it, and set up the doors of it, even unto the tower of Mary they sanctified it, unto the tower of Ananim. The next verse. And next unto him built the men of Jericho, and next to them built Zachor the son of Imri. May the Lord bless the reading and hear his word in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved chapter 3, as I mentioned earlier on, of Nehemiah shows that a leader must have tremendous faith and trust in the lead, in the followers. Such a leader must have skill for delegation. A leader must trust the real people doing the work to have a chance of success, to have a chance to succeed. We have to trust the people God has placed in our circle of influence, helping us doing the work. So let us look at the chapter closely. Number one, let's talk about delegation of work. This is a very, very important management function of a leader. You will agree with me, beloved, that the scale of work in Nehemiah called for unusual organization and efforts. No leader can do either secular or ministerial work alone. No. There's no none of us. So every leader should be like Nehemiah, who assigned everyone in his team a specific place to complete a task. This delegation skill and coordination ability stand out in the chapter 3 of Nehemiah with phrases such as, number one, next to him. Number two, next to them. Number three, next to that. Number four, the next session. Number five, beside him. Number six, beyond them. These phrases occur 28 times in this chapter alone, in chapter 3 alone, which shows that people were cooperative, a lot of people contributed to the building of the wall. And so, one leader cannot just take glory for what others have done. Number two point to note from that chapter is that Assignment were made close. Nehemiah assigned work, assigned the workers close to their houses for four reasons. Let's unpack the reasons quickly. Firstly, 
People were assigned sessions close to their house to get them personally involved with high motivation. Because when you are working close to your home, you want to ensure that the quality work is done. This, uh, this idea is in contrast to leaders that assign work to expose the weakness of others. We have seen it in ministry when a leader is threatened by the charisma or the talent of a particular minister or worker. Then you move that person. Maybe the person is good in teaching. You move that person to evangelism. Why? To expose the person, not actually to teach the person how to evangelize. Because every one of us must evangelize. Any leader that is doing that must repent. And the Lord will have mercy in Jesus' name. Number two, the builder do not have to travel long distances to do their portion of the work. No, they might ensure that they don't have to do that. By so doing, because they could not, they don't have to travel long distances, resources were used appropriately, optimally. Number three, in case of an attack by the enemies of the work, such as Sambalats, etc., the builders were more likely to remain in their post. Why? Because their posts were close to their houses. So they will remain to defend the work and defend their, 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 their homes. Number four, and the final point that we can take away from that, is that the organization of the work through family brought families together. So they were able to pull the talent in the family in the art of rebuilding the work. This ensured that the, the use of all available talent in a family was at the disposal of all the builders. And the work was completed in 52 days, as I mentioned previously. Number three point, number three point apart from delegation and good assignment is the building strategy that Nehemiah adopted. Nehemiah 3 provides us a record of who were faithful in rebuilding of the wall of Jerusalem. Who is who were mentioned. There were ghost men, there were priests, there were all manner of people involved in that, in that rebuilding effort from verse 1 to verse 32 of that chapter. Beloved, the pillar of the pillar of the rebuilding strategy of Nehemiah include the following. Number one, superior organization. When we look at the entire chapter. Here we see that Nehemiah had the people follow a clear building design. Like in the modern day, you have a plan to build a house. You follow the plan. As a trusting leader, Nehemiah understood the importance of coordination. And he deployed it well by assigning all the workers to specific sections of the work even when some of them have to act as guide or security in, in order to deter disruption from their detractors. This pillar reminds us to follow a design as we build our personal lives and our, our organization, including churches. We must not do it haphazardly in the name of is the Holy Spirit. No. The Holy Spirit and God is not author of chaos. There's always a design. There's always a plan to be followed. Number two, Second strategy, apart from superior organization, it deployed splendid cooperation throughout. A, 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 a complementary strategy that he, he used in organization is cooperation. This chapter says that at least 48 persons or groups cooperated in this project to get the job done. That is not a small feat. The workers were united in purpose. Priest, ghostsmith, Women and men all worked together on, on the rebuilding effort. 
They walk in unity using their skills and abilities. They were well motivated, self-motivated. While most people however work diligently, some of them refuse to work, like we read in verse 5 of that chapter. But such reviews did not stop the work at all. What is the lesson for us as leaders? We must never allow disgruntled, disgruntled people or fellows to discourage us from any assignment God has given to us. We can move aside, but we must continue the work. So those people, as written in verse 5 and verse 27, they could not discourage others from doing the work. So we must learn from that. So now, if we take it together, in this, as we run now to a close, take it together, what we have, what we can learn from Nehemiah chapter 3, that actually focusing on the real physical work and people that did it, of rebuilding the wall. What can we learn from this chapter? By looking at the chapter closely, beloved, we can learn timely principles for project organization. What are the principles? Superior organization, splendid cooperation, motivation, trust. We learned that Neymar used trust to motivate people to do the work diligently. We must not delegate work to someone then, turn back and micromanage the person. As if the person cannot think and God has not endowed the person to be able to carry out tasks themselves or herself. With a careful record of personal names in that chapter, starting from verse 1 to verse 2, we see a leader who noticed others. Are you a leader that noticed the effort of others that God has placed in your circle of influence? He knew their names. That's why he was able to record them. He recorded the names. And recorded their achievement. That's why we see the phrase next to that, next to him, beside him. Do we recognize the effort of our followers, the people that God has asked us to lead at one time or the other? If we don't do that, we must ask for mercy so that God will help us to do it. So let's go to biblical finances for this episode, beloved. Trusting the rebuilders in this chapter helped Nehemiah to motivate them because it empowered them in terms of thinking and initiative. We further noted that number one, now our biblical finances, practical wisdom, Nehemiah put the right man in the right place. This is very, very crucial. The all mark of Accurate godly delegation. Pull the right man in the right place. Run away from nepotism. Run away from intolerant behaviors. This attribute is essential in ancient times and it is relevant today. Number two, Nehemiah placed people in stations as builders according to their talent and close to their home. In other words, he promoted self-motivation. It's not just in the interest of Israel for the person to do the work. It's also in their personal interest because they were building close to their homes. Number three, Nehemiah recognized and deployed principles that ensure progress in all organizations. What are these principles? Number one, we have mentioned it several times now. Motivation. Beloved, without motivation in a team, we have frustration. We have anger and disruption. So motivation is crucial. And that motivation must be safe. It must come from within. 
It must not because you are of you are dangling a carrot before your followers. So when the carrot is not there, they are not motivated to do the work. Another point is love and trust. Love and trust everyone as a leader. But move with the movers. Love and trust everyone. Even when they refuse to do what you are saying. But move with the people that are willing. As Nehemiah did. There were disgruntled fellows in verse 5 of that chapter. And also verse 27. But others were willing to do the work. And they did the work. And the work was finished in record time. So we must not allow lack of cooperation to discourage us from progress. We must forge ahead. And the Lord Almighty will help us. In Jesus' name. The final point, as we close now. Leaders must provide a supportive climate of trust and teamwork. A climate of trust fostered by a leader waters the seed of unity and teamwork among the led. We must never forget that. Let us pray, beloved. Father, thank you for this episode of African Finances. We pray today for the spirit dedication the spirit of God delegation, the spirit of trust and love among us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the lead among us in our sack of influence be self motivated through our dispositions today. In Jesus, whose precious name, Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.